Welcome to another episode of the Global's podcast series. Welcome to our series from our last event on the future of housing and living, third edition, where we talk about innovation in real estate, prop tech, co-working, and co-living. Let's listen to Daniel from Growth Acceleration talking about PropTech growth hacking. Enjoy. Let's start with um, PropTech growth hacking. Um, my name is Daniel. I teach growth to entrepreneurs. And what I will show you today is how to get your first 100 customers for your PropTech startup, or if you have already customers in the thousands or in the millions, how to get 100 new customers for maybe your um, next project. So um, I'll give you a short intro about what growth hacking actually is. So short hands up, who knows growth hacking? That's not bad. That's actually not bad. Let's say 50% of the people. Um, I think in Silicon Valley, it's, it's a huge trend. You don't hire CMOs anymore. You don't hire marketing agencies. You are growth hackers, growth hacking agencies. Um, so let's see what it's all about. I'll give you the most famous example from Silicon Valley, and um, we'll go step by step um, on how to grow your prop tech. And yeah, we will have some growth hacks here. Some of them may surprise you. They may seem awkward or weird. So I'm just presenting you what is out there, and it's up to you to, to see if uh, you can use them in your daily business. And yeah, what is growth hacking? So my definition of growth hacking is results-oriented. If you execute a campaign that grows so exponentially that people around you tell you, hey, but you must have been cheated this system somehow. It's impossible, but with this little money you generated all this revenue, all these users, then it is growth hacking. Okay, so it's growth hacking is an 80-20 approach to do marketing right and it has a little bit of hacking and magic inside, but most of it, it's actually hard work. So we start with marketing and sales. So big part is just marketing, Google ads, Facebook ads, SEO content, you name it. But what makes the marketing to growth hacking? It's data. And data we use in two ways. First, we analyze all the campaigns and we really... Um, make decisions based rather on data than just on arguments, <laughs> if, if we have enough data. And also, we try to uh, know our users better, to scrape addresses, to, to get their numbers, their emails, and to reach out to them. And all of this is held together by automation. And automation and code means to me automating all the marketing channels, but also working on your product. Because this is uh, the first lecture, uh, the first lesson you learn. Your marketing campaign is only 50% of, of the equation. You may have the best marketing campaign, but if you direct traffic to a product which is not interesting for these kinds of users, you will not get your sales. On the same side, of course, for a great product, you also need great marketing. But the lecture here is, the lesson is really to do it all combined. It's like a combined arms attack, you know? You have planes and tanks and soldiers and everything working together, and this is growth hacking with marketing, data, and automation. So let's just see some growth hacking results from, we might say from the past even. Okay, Airbnb, prop tech example, um, very classical marketplace, chicken and egg. I have my Airbnb, I have no renters, so nobody's putting their rooms on Airbnb, and I have no traffic. So what do I do? They actually used data scraping. So they went on Craigslist, 
they scraped all the apartment listings so and put them automatically on Airbnb. So somebody posted their flat to Craigslist, it automatically got cross-posted to Airbnb. Result, I go to Airbnb, I have a lot of flats, so the site is useful for me. And at the same time, I said list, listing on Airbnb, they push my listing also to Craigslist. So even they don't have any traffic, they don't spend on ads, people on Craigslist find my listing and then they have a link to Airbnb where they can actually book. So this is a really textbook growth hacking example, how they started their platform, generated all the users at once, chicken and egg, and they didn't pay a lot of money, they just used data and automation. Um, something which I really, really like here is Tinder. Global community, and it's also kind of a marketplace app. You need a man and you need women in, in the base version, or men and men, women and women, whatever. But uh, they went to sorority events, okay? Studentenverbindung. And they, they went there, and they pitched it in a way I'm doing to you. So the founders, they had a talk, and then they had twine and blah, blah, and all the sorority girls sign up. And then shuttle diplomacy in the same university that went to the fraternity and said, hey, all the girls are already on the platform. Who wants to sign up? And this is also a lesson of growth hacking. You have growth hacking pre-product market fit and post-product market fit, which means that uh, first you need to seed. If you're starting from zero to 100 users, you basically need to shake the hands of everybody of them. Even if you do something as such scalable, such as automated as Tinder, only then you can kind of pour money into the campaigns, get your investment and automate it. And then there was another example, FinTech example, I really, really like. They had all the data and they knew what their cost of acquisition is. Who knows their exactly cost of acquisition? Who knows how much a new customer is cost to you? Okay, I expected at least somebody. <laughs> but PayPal could not get uh, their cost of acquisition below $10, and then they said, well, fuck that. We don't need to spend for marketing if we just can hand out $10 to every user just to invite their friends, and this was their cheapest acquisition channel. So this also shows us our growth hacking mindset that sometimes a very simple solution to a very complex problem can be found. And yeah, I mean, how is all this related to PropTech? I guess you've seen this thing. PropTech is very diverse. You have a lot of, of businesses, a lot of scenarios. So I distilled three of them to, to have a look at what's relevant for us. So we have first B2B, digitizing the industry. So you just sell a software to B2B, for example, digitizing real estate, digitizing any processes. Um, then the second one is aggregators or marketplaces, type of Airbnb, Scout. And the third one are all the B2C or B2B2C models. Um, for example, you have around home, they generate the leads. If you want to, to um, have something inside your property and then they resell it to, to other businesses. So keep this in mind when we are going to, um, through our examples. So what's the step-by-step -step growth process? And I mean, by now you could have guessed it that before going super scalable, super... Um, super data-driven, you should start manual to really see what you want to scale and, yeah, get out of the building and do things that don't scale. You know, connect with the people first and then try to reach them online because first you need to know um, if your value proposition really resonates. And I think your first audience is always friends, family, and the third F. So, FFF, and how do you reach your friends and family? Also by... Um, not only in person and by phone, but also social media. And the first growth tool here is uh, 
Phantom Buster. That's a software to automate outreach. So when we started our growth marketing school in Berlin, I sent a message to all my LinkedIn contacts in Berlin telling, hey, in Berlin next week, I'm doing a talk. And I shoot just uh, 300 messages with this tool inside my LinkedIn account and um, automate it. Even, even if I say you start one-to-one, -one, you shake 100 hands, still you can automate this. This is a little bit what I want you to keep uh, thinking in this direction. Then you go to social media, because the audience in social media are communities. You want to reach out to real estate agents, there is a group for this. You want to reach out to, uh, I don't know, vegan entrepreneurs, there's a group for that. So you can always find your community and try to uh, test it. And here also, um, Phantom Buster does the trick. For example, this is one of my campaigns. I was asking online marketing people about a tool I was um, coding. And then you can, for example, have a bot which adds everybody as a friend who commented under your post and sends them information. I think you, you've seen this already, that you have all these posts. They post some interesting PDF or so on LinkedIn or Facebook, say, hey, comment if you want, if you want to have it. Double growth hack, first, you get, their, um, you get their contacts if they comment, and also your post gets upvoted if you have 100 comments under your post. All right? Then, um, yeah, this is my favorite. Who likes cold calling? Okay, so everybody ends up. Who would not, I want to see all the hands up. Who would not like to cold call for an hour can put their hands down? Okay, the cold callers do cold calling, the others do cold shower. You can, <laughs> you can choose what you prefer, cold shower or cold calling. For an hour, I would take the calls anytime. But it's up to you. So why is it so important? Called calling, but also called email, called LinkedIn. Because the audience is your ideal audience. You want to sell to Microsoft? Don't wait until somebody from Microsoft goes on your page, signs up, eventually contacts you. No, call them. You want to work with Google? Call somebody from Google. As simple as that. And um, cold calling, they say, is that which means cold calling is actually not that, but uh, we're not in the 80s anymore dialing with phones, you know, um, from the yellow pages, but there are a lot of tools how to automate and how to really reach your ideal audience. The first one is uh, Fiverr. In Fiverr, you can outsource any tasks, so you can, for example, ask somebody if you want to market to real estate agents to download every agent in Berlin from Immuscout with phone number, LinkedIn, and whatever, and put it to an Excel file to your CRM, will cost you about 20 bucks, you know? So you have all the good leads there. And you can enrich your contacts. So if you already have emails or phones or names, there is a service called People or this one, yeah, this one is people. You can just upload an Excel file, and to every user it will add phone numbers, social media, everything. They have three billion data sets. Three billion people is what? Is half of the population of planet Earth and about 100% of the population of the internet. So maybe you're also in this database. And yeah, if you do cold outreach, it's a very thin line between spammy and interesting. I'm not an expert on, on this, but it's really, it's what's the difference between flirty and creepy? Very, very thin line. So you should be flirty. You should not spam people, you know? And this is a tool, for example, Lemlist. It can personalize e emails. It can, um, I can have a photo with a black t-shirt, and then in every email for every user is high first name, with their first name written on my t-shirt. 
So very interesting tool. Um, yeah, you can also add 100 people on LinkedIn with Phantom Buster. That's what I'm doing. I get about 60 responses from founders in Berlin. Also, I tried some other audiences. I had less than 1% response rate. So it really depends if you are reaching out to people who are genuinely interested in what you're offering. And yeah, my favorite, of course, once you've done all this, you have all data scraped, enriched in your CRM. Use close.com to make 100 calls a day, like a pro, and really, really easy. Bonus, uh, you should also follow their CEO, Steli, who is a sales hustler and has one of the best blogs on growth. He was a growth hacker before it was cool. So yeah, how to get everybody's phone number on LinkedIn, you want to know? Okay, so there's a tool called Lucia. And you install it as a Chrome extension, and then you go to any profile, and you will see private email, company email, phone number. How do they do this? Because you share your data with them. If you go to any random site, like a recipe site, maybe you need to input your phone number for SMS verification, and then they share it to such providers. And yeah, I often call, call people with this tool, and if they ask me where it's from, I'm just blandly honestly, it's a growth hacking tool. If you want, I can show you, and mostly they're cool. But if you find your ideal audience, you have their social media phone number, do you want how to pitch them? Do you want a machine learning AI assistance based on psychology to tell you what to say? <laughs> I love it. So there's a software for this, Crystal Knows. You have also Chrome extension, and then you, you can uh, see the personality of, of this um, lead and even uh, have uh, all your sales call or email written for you what to say and what not to say. So by then, I think you should already have your 100 customers and test it. And if you want to scale, you can actually go into Google and Facebook ads because then you can reach over 90% of the whole internet. And the internet, the internet, is bigger than TV and all other channels combined worldwide in ad spend. So you need to be fast if you still want to be on the internet. Because I guess in a couple of years, it will be only for big spenders, brands, and corporates. But now for a couple of hundreds or thousands of euros, you can still advertise on Google and Facebook. And I'll just show you some neat tools how to automate. First one is Ad Espresso. So if you're new to Facebook and Google ads, they provide a way simpler tool, a way more easygoing to um, reach out and to, to build your campaigns. And of course, we've spoken about this. Your traffic should be uh, on really qualified pages, on landing pages. And you have a tool called Unbounce for this, for example, or any others. And of course, I'm working on a tool combining Ad Espresso and Un Unbounce. It's called FastBuild. So you can reach out to me for a free trial if you want. So you can build your ads in just three minutes with this one. And yeah. Do we still have time for some product growth hacks, or should we uh, save it for the people who want to have the slides? Okay, I'll do one bonus. All right, so what's the first bonus? I don't know. I'm really excited <laughs> because I kind of shuffled the slides. <laughs> yeah, personalized offers. I love this one. So because you should be relevant, you should be hyper-personal. And this is my own growth hack I did. So create user personas, then have for every persona dedicated landing pages and dedicated ad campaigns. Of course, you can then redirect all to your main product. So what do I mean with this? It's very simple. 
this is my software fast build. This is the main homepage, okay? But I don't advertise for marketing software or Facebook ad software. I advertise for yoga studio marketing software. And if you're a yoga studio, I'm the only one on the whole internet who offers dedicated yoga studio marketing software. It's just a landing page. Same goes for real estate marketing software. Real estate Facebook ads, this campaign goes to dedicate a landing page talking about real estate and why is the software relevant for real estate. And the same goes for lawyers. But of course, once they go on the free trial, they all land in the same fast build software. So this is actually, if you take away only one thing for your ads, please do also the landing pages and do dedicated landing pages. Yeah, but I buy very different keywords. I don't buy Facebook marketing software, but real estate ma Facebook marketing software, yoga marketing software, dental marketing software, and I tested about 50 industries to know which three are the best performing, where my user acquisition cost is the lowest and user retention is the highest. And it's really, really easy. You don't need to change your whole product, you need only to change the landing page. So if you can always niche down. And yeah, I think um, I see a lot of people um, thinking this is good. So I would encourage you to try at least one of those hacks and also to really, really uh, share your results. So happy hacking. Join our next event on 7th of September, Berlin Welcome Day, a day to meet everything you need to set up your life and business in Berlin. Get your free ticket at berlinwelcomeday.com or get a premium ticket with 20% off with the code PODCAST. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Global's podcast series. Music and production by Dirk Jacobs and 52 Degree North Studio.